Craig Gabriel is our Mr. Tennis. He is for this tournament and he is in general. Craig, welcome to the program. Great to have you on board. What a crazy opening start, uh, opening few days, oh. excuse me, to uh, the US Open. It's been some madcap tennis, especially at the uh, women's side of the draw. Uh, three days into it, Dust, and, and I feel as if it's beyond exhaustion already. Um, there's been some great staff play. There's been a lot to talk about. Many of the big names have crashed out. Um, so it really has been a potpourri of, of everything. So let's talk about the big names that have crashed out. The biggest for you, because they've been across in the men and the women's draw. What's the one that's really surprised you, Craig? Tough to say because there's so much. There have been so many upsets, um, you know, and players crashing out, I guess, the Stefano Sitsipas match. I mean, for him to lose 11 games in a row in the middle of that match against uh, uh, Daniel Galan, you know, it's those sort of things that you're sort of taken by surprise to a great degree. And then, you know, you, you see the Wimbledon champion, Elena Rabakina, losing first round. You know, the number three seed's gone today. The uh, the defending women's champion, none of us really thought that she was going to be there in the second week, but gone out in the first round, only the second woman to to have that uh, not such a great honor. Um, you know, so there was, there's just been, it's been nonstop. It really has. It's been like, almost like a roller coaster. Can you put it down to anything in particular, or that's just the nature of tennis at this level? Is there something yeah. happened? Is there something in the water? I don't think it's anything in the water. I think it may be a case of people still not getting used to New York at times. Um, but I also feel this is what tends to happen at the majors, at the, any of these four big ones, the Australian, French, Wimbledon, U.S., because there's so many players just looking for their 15 minutes of fame, and it's a much bigger draw. You've got 128 players in the singles for the men and 128 for the women. So there's more opportunities um, for, for these players to make a mark. I suppose the story of the tournament was always going to be Serena Williams. How could it not? And she has not let us down so far. What she achieved today, I don't say beyond phenomenal, because she's got this nasty habit of slaying seeds, has she not, Craig? Yeah, look, I mean, I had doubts about the first match, but when she got through that, I said she was going to beat Annette Contevit, the number two seed. Um, So... Uh, for my money, she's a very underwhelming number two seed or number two player in the world. Um, it, it still surprises me that Annette Contevit is there. Um, you know, but Serena, it's, this is her backyard, it feels like. I mean, this is where it all started for her, and the, the crowd have, going, have been going ballistic, and that's been a big plus in lifting her. Uh, how's she been looking as far as the way she's playing the game? Have you noticed anything particular about her? Because as we know, she's right near the end of her career. Is she lacking anywhere? Or is she picked up in any uh, particular facet of her play, Craig? I, I think it's just the emotion of, of the whole situation and, and the way the crowd have been reacting and the fact that you know, it's her last one. Um, you know, And, and uh, this is her last opportunity to really shine. But in the way she also put it, she's not as if you know, she doesn't win a match in the next match or anything that she's lost. I mean, she'll be shattered and disappointed, absolutely. But uh, the, she feels that she's actually won by, by reaching this stage. Right. Um, go back to the men's side of the draw. Today, uh, Medvedev, um, reasonably comfortable, uh, the number one seed. Outside of that, where else do we look? Because I see that uh, Karius has managed to get his way through. Um, we've got a, a case of a, a Spaniard who would like to win another Grand Slam. Is he looking likely with the injury? that he's carrying on. Tell us about the men's side of the draw, Craig. 
Yeah, well, Daniil is looking okay at the moment. Again, with, with Daniil, I would like to see him one, one, win one of the big titles coming into the uh, uh, U.S. Open. He won one smaller uh, hardcore event, um, but he didn't win Montreal. He didn't win Cincinnati, which are Masters 1000 tournaments. He was banned from Wimbledon. So, uh, you know, I think he was sort of feeling a little bit. I, in fact, I just actually asked him, I said, you know, we into the third round. When you compare to this time, this stage last year, how do you feel? And, and uh, he said maybe last year was a little bit better. Um, so certainly he feels there's room for, for quite, well, quite a bit of room for improvement. And, uh, you know, he's just um, got to just, you know, try and take it without too much pressure being the defending champion, not something that he's uh, he's done before at, at one of the majors. It's the first time he's defending one of these titles. Tom, what about Rafa Nadal? Um, had an upset in that first, um, first set of his last game, but managed to get it done beyond that. How's he focused? Well, he lost to a young Australian named Rinki Hijikata, and... Uh, He's got. He's quite a talent, and uh, you know he was very excited, obviously, about it. But I didn't, you know, I didn't really feel that he was going to go through and end up upsetting Rafa. And uh, he's he's got the talent, he's got the game, but there's so much to learn. And uh, Rafa, I think, was just biding his time in that match and uh, ended up winning. So he seems to be okay at the moment. Um, he doesn't seem to be troubled with anything. He seems he's taking care of physically. Um, so he says it's he's not he has, it's not been a situation where he's been concerned when he gets out of bed that something's going to be amiss or he's going to be struggling with some uh, uh, niggling issue or something physically. Has your opinions around who may be there at the pointed end altered somewhat over the last few days, or is it still very much we'll just wait and see for week number two? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a case of wait and see. I mean, I depending on how the cards. Or I could really see Nick Kyrgios going all the way. I mean, it depends on how he's going to approach it mentally. Look, it, it is wide open. I mean, um, Daniel was saying, you know, I don't want to put pressure on anybody, but Rafa is right there. And, you know, he would have to be considered one of the favorites. He won it the last time he played, 2019. And, in fact, beat Daniel in that final. It was an amazing five-set final. Medvedev was up a break in the fifth, and Rafa came back. Um, and then, obviously, Daniel as the defending champion. You've got to give him a, a major opportunity to, to uh, repeat. So, look, there are a few players in the men's, as far as the women's are concerned. Which, uh, as I've been saying, um, I was saying to Brian on breakfast that uh, just throw the names up in the air and just grab one as they come down. I'll run with that. And one last thing. Is Andy Murray, is Andy old school Murray a chance mm. of doing anything bizarre? Why not? I mean, uh, he played a great match today. He really was superb, especially in the third and fourth sets when he dropped only one game. So, uh, yeah, why not uh, Andy um, getting through? You know, at this stage, you never know what's going to happen with these sort of tournaments. And and you suddenly get an opening and, uh, you know, you can go all the way. Great timing for us here in New Zealand. Maybe not so good for you over there in New York itself. It's the hostage crisis all over again. It goes late. Craig Gabriel, as always, thanks very much for your expertise, your time, and uh, making yourself available for our audience here at News Talk ZB. No worries.